to Popeyes. I went to Popeyes this past weekend. I got the Nuggets. How were they? Scale of one to Chick Fil A. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Hey, I don't know who pissed off that little chef that's uh, at Popeyes. But that little uh, that one black woman that was like the epitome of why people like black people were slaves. We haven't seen her in a grip. She went back in the kitchen and got fucking busy, bro. That's where she she quit making those fucking like uh, Uncle Tom ass commercials, and she was back and she got back in the like the kitchen and started just working, bro. She's back there doing some shit. All right. <clears throat> Are they better than the old chi- um, chicken nuggets from Wendy's? Not the new ones. I'm talking about the ones you would get when you got uh, when you went like to the doctor's office and you missed lunch. Yellow you Wendy's. Know what I'm talking about yellow. Yes, Wendy's. yellow Wendy's. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Because you didn't even eat barbecue but, sauce for those. Yeah, but these are two d- different nuggets. But that's also back when Wendy's had a different uh, barbecue sauce recipe as well. It's true. That is true. Wendy's barbecue sauce used to go fucking crazy. Uh, but these are two. Th- these nuggets are only in the rum with Chick-fil-A nuggets. It's that good. I like it. Yeah, they're that good. Um, and I got I to gotta be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's one or two. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good it's a good problem to have. I would rather contribute yeah. to Popeye's than uh than to Chick-fil-A, so I'll, I'll have to give it a try because I wasn't even it wasn't even on my radar to be honest. I don't yeah I don't know who pissed off who at uh, at Popeyes, but they came they're coming for blood and they're coming for necks. Um, they they're they're doing some good stuff over there at at, at Popeyes Louisiana Kitchen. Um, Did we already say that the chicken sandwich is better at Popeyes? You coming out and saying it with your chest now? The spicy one is better than Chick-fil-A spicy, yes. Wow. Groundbreaking. Stuff. Original, original, no. Original, no. Chick-fil-A still has that one. Okay. I will say this. It depends on the day because there's times I've gotten that spicy chicken sandwich and they, like, just, like, like plaster it with sauce. They put way too much sauce on it and then that, I'm kind of a little turned off by it. At least Chick-fil-A, you know, like, they, the sauce is your option. Chick-fil-A, uh, there's, it's not a mixed bag there. Their, their employees are very, very consistent. That's their whole thing. Popeye's, that, that's, part of the, that's part of the experience is that the environment is very volatile. You never know what's going to happen at a Popeye's, whereas Chick-fil-A, it's very predictable. So You go to, you, you go to Popeye's, if you don't talk with your chest out, they're going to know, and they're not going to fuck with They're not going to give you the food. <laughs> yeah. I felt so bad for this young door dasher that just walked in and she had no business getting cussed out the way she did. <laughs> and then that the the manager came over and told her to calm down and that that the person that was yelling at the door dash worker that works at Popeyes looked the manager dead in the face and told him to fuck off. <laughs> That's the Popeyes. And then went right back to went right back to just doing whatever. She wasn't even doing anything like important. She was just like in the front. I think she was just quality control for Popeyes to be honest. <laughs> Have you guys ever had to do uh, DoorDash or Grubhub or anything or like food delivery? No, I'm not a millionaire. Yeah, I was going to say, I have done it about twice. I ordered two burgers that each cost $12. Um, by the time it arrived at my door and the charges had gone through, it was about $89. That place was that place was four blocks away. <laughs> and it's also cold. It's cold by then. Yeah, and there was a no, I was asking. I was asking if you ever had to be the delivery person. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, have you ever been to delivery person? Yeah. 
I did it like for five trips, and then I realized I took I did like I did it for like an hour and some change, and I made fifteen dollars, and I was like, that's bullshit because I just drove all over Hamilton County in the in this like process, and it was like fifteen dollars for an hour. So that's why I was just like, fuck that. Only reason why I bring this up is um when I did it at one point in time, I went to a church's chicken, and. I said I was like picking up for Grubhub, and then that man looked at me d- up and down and said, "No, you're not." And um, he proceeded to go about his work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be like that. <laughs> Churches is not a place to not be confident. You gotta walk in there like. I think calm. that was a place. Yeah, I I don't think I had enough bass in my voice, yeah. and then like I like looked at my phone for a second, and then he looked at me again, and then he he, he just ignored me. Um. I grabbed someone else and said, like, hey, I'm picking up for, like, DoorDash or whatever. He said, what's the name? And then he looked at me and then walked away again. So, <laughs> Was that the end of your career at uh, DoorDash? Yeah. Yeah, it ended, it ended there. Perfect. All right. My end, of the, my end of the career for DoorDash was when I had to get a uh, low main for this young person. And um, uh, I had to go to, like, a RV area, like a mobile home. And they requested that I put the food underneath their uh, their porch, so that's when I, yeah, that's what. <laughs> that way the dogs can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I was like, maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> but yeah, last thing about those nuggets, they're, they're really good, really good. They're they're a little bit bigger and a little bit more tender than uh the chick-fil-a oh, nuggets. there's like you can tell there's like a lot of steroids pumped into these that sounds delicious like you have an erection for three hours afterwards makes perfect sense yeah anyways so this is the no relation podcast Yeah, listen, I ain't going, riding foreign, riches, off a torn, call ignoring, missions, miss my brothers, die for colors, quitters, catching snitches, doing vicious, living like a DJ, quick to leave her, just because like Anita, she in love, but it's leisure, real around the corner bleeder, bounce out on them on Artesia, now we got amnesia, tripping. This is episode 105. This is Alex saying hi. This is Joe signing on. Salutations. This is Evan, seven days sober. Seven, seven days sober. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't believe you. Um, all right, but speaking of, uh, <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't believe that for a minute. You were just, you're just in another city. <laughs> That's the first thing I do when I yeah. go to another city is to see if their white claws taste any different. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> before we get into it, how was your? You went on a little weekend trip, Evan. How was that? It was lovely. It was lovely. Went to, went saw what uh, what Dave and Buster's looked like in a different city. Wow. Um, yeah, looks a little bit different, a little bit the same, but a little different nonetheless, you know. Um, and um, had a rough decision between getting fried rice or ramen at this one place. Paid the fried rice. It was awfully tasty. Yeah, they talk about Pittsburgh's fried rice a lot. 
I know it's, a, it's probably a delicacy of the city, their fried rice. That's yeah. Correct. Yeah, that's what they're known for. That's great. Hey, why does the city look perpetually yellow and orange? <laughs> Explain. It just looks like like an overcast of orange and brown. That's <laughs> from the steel mills. Uh, that's, uh, there's a lot of pollution. That's why. It's a revamping city because everybody died there at first. But it's, it's a really fun place to visit. I, I really like Pittsburgh. I can't, t- I can't tell if you're joking or not. <laughs> It's uh, not a joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke. Pittsburgh was like one of the only cities that was like able to sustain like factories and stuff like that. Correct. It's the so. Steelers. <laughs> Imagine yeah. that being your name. <laughs> Just a sweaty, greasy factory worker is the mascot for your city because that just made the most sense. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense making a fucking puppy for it. <laughs> It's lovely now, Whatever. though. Pittsburgh's fantastic. It went through. It went through. First, it was a factory city. Definitely died for a couple of years, and now that it's on the up and up, Pittsburgh is a lovely, lovely place. Or they could have just did what the Indians just did and just name it after a statue. <laughs> is that a topic? Yeah, I mean, we can touch on it a little bit later if you guys want to. But just what? <laughs> What lazy names are just being floated around there? Did we just have like a renaissance of just names like what, like 70 years ago? And then just after that, we're just like, yep, let's just give up. <laughs> you know, somebody tweeted like Guardian sounds like a rival high school in a high school musical movie. <laughs> it sounds like the team that's about to play against the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> I think that is the name of the team that goes against the Harlem Globetrotters, is it not? I think it's the generals. The generals. It's close enough. Close enough. All right. Yeah. Generals is it's, generals is probably a little bit better. Anyways, Evan, keep going about your weekend if you want. Oh no, that was it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, the food in different places and uh, what whatnot, so we were talking about Popeyes and Chick Fil A. Um, the first Chick Fil A in Hawaii is opening. Um, not too long from now, I think it opens in the fall sometime. And um, it happens to be literally around the corner from my apartment, so I chose to move. It's probably good. Smart. Apparently, Smart. there's a really bad gentrification issue going on in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, big, big gentrification issue. Um, and, yeah, we finally got our first Chick-fil-A. They didn't let it in at first because this is a very LGBTQIA uh, progressive state. So they were like, no, nah, we're not fucking with Chick-fil-A. But eventually, um, you know, they, they gave in. So the Burger King that used to be literally around the corner, around the corner for me, is now being uh, renovated to be a Chick Fil A. So I promptly moved, moved right away. I'm That's not good. saying that for um, the podcast. I'm dead ass. I moved. <laughs> is there a Popeyes uh, close to you though? There is. Yeah, there's a couple Popeyes right. on Island. That's all that fucking matters. Um, Hawaii is hilarious because it's being gentrified, gentri- gentrified like a motherfucker. Um, and you know, obviously, like this is a uh, this is its own culture. It's a completely unique place. It's very sad when it gets gentrified because it's not just like an American city. This is like a place that used to be a country, has its own distinct culture, whatever, whatever. But the problem is, it's the only place where the gentrification makes people really excited that like are also against the gentrification. And what I mean by that is like everybody in Hawaii hates the idea of like development and chains moving here in new city. But yet when the Olive Garden opened here, there was a fucking six hour wait for like three months straight. And that's not tourists. That's like locals. Like you I've ever never had, the- had Olive Garden. I'm trying to fuck it up over there. Oh yeah. That's you 100%. ever had the salad. It's a hundred per you're a hundred percent correct because as much as you want to hate this stuff, uh, 
boy, is it tasty. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's the same way with Chick-fil-A. I don't support anything that the owners support. I don't like that I like it there. But at the end of the day, if there's a Chick-fil-A close by, I'm fucking going to it. And fucking I'm like, I would. Fuck. Okay, so like I'm moving. But like deadass, like the street that they're putting the Chick-fil-A on literally cannot sustain the amount of tra- There's a McDonald's across the street. Fucks up traffic every day. Lunchtime and dinner time, there is a line out the block onto the street. Fucks up traffic. So the fact that they're putting a Chick-fil-A across from that, can you imagine? It's going to be pandemonium on this block. I'm The gone. worst traffic I've seen from a Chick-fil-A was in Atlanta. And it was literally a line of cars stretching almost a half mile down the street. And I trust to be in that line. And get back to the workplace before lunch is over, before I'm in other, any other fast food line. I was in that line, and yes, I got back to work just in time. <laughs> probably with like a couple minutes to spare. You probably had some time to put your headphones back you on. You would think that day. that line would take maybe 47 minutes. I got out there in 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they're doing well, right now because like they're renovating a Burger King into the Chick-fil-A. I imagine that only takes a couple weeks. I think what they really need to do, which is going to take until the fall, is assemble the team that's going to be able to handle this Chick-fil-A. You know what I mean? You guys, you guys, you know that like the like Chick-fil-A was like the people who worked with like the CDC or whoever was like handing out vaccinations and how to like get like people to get in line and effectively out of line as fast as possible. Makes sense. That's why I'm touching on two two topics right now that I need to discuss because Giannis Antetokounmpo won the NBA championship and the next day still hung over just reeking of fucking uh, champagne. And he went to Chick-fil-A and got 50 nuggets. And let's get into that. that Let's get into that right now, because that girl. okay. so the uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, Greek uh, two time MVP in the NBA. Um, pretty much won everybody over with this finals run. Very lovable guy. First thing he did after partying the whole time was get a go to Chick Fil A and order a fifty piece. That's not on the menu, yeah, but just 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 <laughs> spat in gay people's faces everywhere. Yeah, and that, <laughs> not and, just that, not just that. He said a fifty piece McNugget at Chick Fil A. Don't forget that part. Yeah. He said he said mini chicken. He said I want fifty mini chickens. He this said is, McNugget this, too. Yeah, this goes back to Joe's point of like uh, this man is from Greece. Uh, he has, he's never probably seen a drive through before until he got to the United States. That's right. Um, <laughs> also Greece is also known for really good food. Uh, <laughs> it's very true. It's right. It's right by a sea. Um, you can great seafood. Tzatziki uh, sauce, nigga. God damn. <laughs> and this man wins a national or a worldwide championship and he dropped 50 points in this finals game just iconic and he just goes to fucking chick-fil-a <laughs> with the trophies in his hand that's correct that's both correct. of them both of the trophies he had his mvp trophy in his lap and the final trophy on the floor just in between his legs <laughs> on ig the live young lady taking his order the young lady taking his order was like that's great so that's gonna we don't actually have mcnuggets <laughs> or many chickens they're called chick-fil-a nuggets <laughs> and I, and that's going to be fifty three forty nine. if you don't mind paying at the second window. <laughs> all right, wait. That's what – all right, so I originally had her as my light skin of the week. Two weeks ago or whatever it was, we talked about Simone Biles' boyfriend pretending like, oh, I knew she was nice at gymnastics or whatever. I didn't know she was like that. Liar. So <laughs> this girl in particular, though, she had no fucking clue who she was talking to. <laughs> Could have, could have been anybody. Could have been anybody. It was like, man, oh, did you just 
Did she just win, win, a, win a card tournament? What the fuck? Do you, why do you have trophies? Are you a fisher? Probably thought this man was a rapper. She, he was holding the finals trophy and the MVP. He had a trophy in both arms. This girl was like, I don't, I don't know. Are you on the Packers? I've heard of them, I guess. I don't. <laughs> Who is this man? Why are your legs touching your fucking nipples? Like, get a larger car. <laughs> why are you on IG Live? I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> At least he had the presence of mind to ask that lovely young white girl if he can put her on uh, on the live. So that was that he was. He did nice ask for consent. Shout out Giannis. Yeah, that's great because her uh, her parents probably never showed her a camera before in her life. Uh, <laughs> now somewhere her dad is punching a wall. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you serve Giannis Antetokounmpo and you thought he was fucking. You thought he was a defensive tackle for the fucking Packers, maybe <laughs> that just won a hockey yeah, tournament. That's... She had no clue. <laughs> That's adorable. I got trophies too when I was on a third grade basketball team. <laughs> you went to follow bee? behind the Buick. <laughs> follow behind the Buick. Oh shit! Yeah, you can look at the one of the things that happened after Giannis won uh, the finals was uh, people were bringing up his old tweets. Did you see those? Where he was like, "Just tried a smoothie for the first time." God, I love America. <laughs> that was in like 2014. Like, homie had never had a smoothie. I, I hate that they like people are looking for shit to just shit on this guy. He's just so fucking wholesome. No one cares. Yeah. Like, how do you go back to old tweets and he's just being way more wholesome? That doesn't happen. Yeah, I'd much true. rather him be saying the N word in all of his fucking like tweets or something like that, or saying like Hitler was right. <laughs> like he didn't say any of that shit. Even like the little thing with like the like the blowjob bell. Like that was like it's like semi wholesome because like his girlfriend that he's had since he was in Greece gave it to him. Like, yeah, that's a good point. You could preface that, that but it's better fun. if you don't. <laughs> he has the best dad jokes in the fucking world. <laughs> He's like, I can't even be the freak no more. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with him because he's genuinely not that cool, bro. <laughs> Everybody's Hollywood. Everybody's too. James Harden thinks he's the coolest fucking guy on the planet. I I fuck with James Harden, but Giannis is. He knows who he is, and he is just not the fucking cool guy in the room. <laughs> fucking dork. He's just the biggest dork. <laughs> he he kissed the he kissed the finals trophy and then turned to the NBA final, uh, NBA MVP uh, finals trophy, whatever. And he said, "Hold on, don't worry. I'll be to, uh, get to you next." Like it's. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Shout out to, yeah, shout out to Giannis. Um, shout out to Chick-fil-A he, worker at the window. She was Also, he earned uh he gave Chick-fil-A uh close to $300,000 uh, worth of free advertisement doing that. So. Yeah, he did give him quite a bit of free clout, but at the end of the day. Yeah. So so gay people just can't get married for another like 3 weeks or something like that. <laughs> they're they're going to put all that money to just just making sure you guys can't do shit. <laughs> It's going right into Trump's 2024 campaign fund. Also, uh, shout out to the Delta variant because it was also doing Yas numbers in that little like Bucks field or whatever they had at the finals. Yo, did you only did you know for, only like 49 percent of people have been vaccinated nationwide? I was I was yeah. just in Wisconsin and it is it is lawless there. It was like Florida, bro. <laughs> they didn't give a fuck. And uh, my homie's girl was uh, in that mosh pit. I don't, first of all, that screen wasn't big enough. Most of y'all were just in there. You didn't know what the fuck was going on. You, like, seriously, if you were in the back row of that shit, you had maybe, maybe the tiniest view of that screen they had. And you had no clue whether or not the Bucks won. You were just going with the flow. 
Yeah, uh, I, I get that because, like, when Cleveland won, uh, I was, like, going back and forth with going up to Cleveland for that parade. But then I was like, wait a minute. Like, what <laughs> What am I, what am I going to do there? Just stand? Like, it's like. <laughs> and then, like, it, the only reason that makes sense to go to one of those crowds is for you to get into a fist fight with another person. 100%. Because I think that's, yeah. I don't think you could argue with me otherwise because the only reason you would ever see me in one of those crowds to watch a TV that another, like, what, like, it looked like there's probably, like, 20,000 people outside. I think the official number uh, was, like, 40 or 35, something yeah. like that. So so there's 20 to 40K people outside. There's no alcohol being served. That just means I'm actually just trying to fight somebody. That's so I'm correct. stepping on people's shoes, and I want to get into a fist fight that day. I'm, I'm looking for an altercation. So there was one uh, porta potty. <laughs> there was yeah, one exactly. porta potty in that whole lot, bro. That's the issue. It's and just, also, same with New Year's in New York. If you want to be up in there, that's cool. You can say you were there. It's a big moment. Whatever, whatever. At the end of the day, though, you have to piss in your shoes. There's no other option. Yeah, and there's only one trash can per uh, five five square miles. Uh, but and the dude behind you threw up. <laughs> And it's still walking, just casually. <laughs> you're also ha- you've also had someone grab your ass for probably the past seventeen minutes, that's but you, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, and it's not gender exclusive. That's <laughs> it's it's males as well. Um, yeah. I, and also, Wisconsinans, if I'm not mistaken, do like to fight. So they like uh, to yeah, they like they like fucking PBR and they like to fight. That those things kind of go hand in hand at the end of the day. <laughs> When you live in a state voluntarily that's cold for only 11 months of the year, that means that I think you like to fight somebody. That's 100% I, I assume that's true. You, that, that would mean. They have one warm month, and it just passed. Pittsburgh, so it's hey. It's to be 62 degrees. Pittsburgh is the same way where it's, it's, it's those cities. It's like those northern cities where, like, there's a lot to do. It's really fun. But you got to cram all that shit in in about a two-and-a-half-month period. So when it's warm, motherfuckers are outside outside. You know what I mean? Because 10 months out of the year, it's freezing cold. Yes, people still go out, but at the end of the day, you got to wear four fur coats. When you hop into the function, all the windows have fucking frost on the inside of them and all that shit. You know what I mean? When it gets like, mil- yeah. or whatever, what is that? Like mildewy or whatever on the inside, all the, the condensation forms on the inside. Like you can still go out, but as soon as that's, that, that sun comes out, you can go out in a t-shirt. Those motherfuckers are in the streets wildin'. So imagine if you get 40,000 of those people in one place, one bathroom, and I imagine they all went to the bars afterwards. Hands were thrown. Enjoy and in pain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's like Chicago. Chicago's, like, really dope for, like, what, six weeks? Yeah, about six weeks. It's a, That six yeah. weeks period is hard as fuck. Yeah, no, that's why people go so hard those six weeks. That's why people argue that Chicago is actually one of the greatest cities in the U.S., just because of those six weeks. Hey, summer in Chicago, lovely, fantastic. That's when everybody has the most fun. That's when everybody dies. <laughs> There's just a lot going on in the city. <laughs> it's really, really fun there. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about this Delta variant thing real quick, I guess, and then we can, we can move on. So do you guys think there's going to be another lockdown? Please, God, please, please. I don't ask for much, but can you just close everything down again? I I said this only about two, three weeks ago, but, like, I've spent more money than I think I've ever spent in my life in the past just any time I walk outside. It's like a $50 subscription for every single time you step foot outside, and it's it's too much. <clears throat> too much. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and uh, second that. 
Um, I've been spending money these last, I would say, two, three months as if someone diagnosed me with something terminal. I don't know what happened, but I've been spending money. Like, apparently, there's just an end date where, like, I just am going to not be around anymore because, like, clearly something's wrong because I don't understand what changed. I didn't used to spend this much money. I don't feel like I'm doing extra shit, but I just keep looking at these numbers, and I'm like, what happened? I have Chase Bank, and I'm able to see how much I spent in a given month, and I'm also look, able to look at my pay Chase stuff to see how though. much. Hey. I'm in the middle of a statement, goddammit. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I am able to see how much I spent in a given month. I'm also able to look at my pay stub to see how much I got in that month, and it doesn't add up because I e- easily spend way more than what I got. So I don't know where that came from, but I need this to stop. I need to go back to how it was probably in what, like 2019 when things were normal or just close everything down till we can figure it out. <laughs> I agree. Um, so this Delta variant seems to be picking up and it's mostly with people that aren't vaccinated. Evan, I still think you have the best idea so far in terms of trying to get people vaccinated uh, by just giving, <laughs> giving them a little bit of cocaine with every vaccination. I still think that... <laughs> That's probably the best, best, best line of defense I've heard so far. Uh, the NFL. We would be. We would. This Delta variant would even be a thing. Come like <laughs> maybe two, three weeks. Yeah. Uh, this uh, biggest problem with our age group too. So I mean, just by and large, it'd be over. It doesn't even have to be real cocaine. Like you can just give these people, like you know, just like a little bag of sugar and say it's cocaine. It has to be It'll real be cocaine. Fine. I want Joe Biden to come on a national press conference and be like, "Look, we we struck a really great deal with the Griselda family, the Escobar family. <laughs> Every vaccination South- dose comes with a quarter ounce of cocaine, the purest Peruvian white." <laughs> Yeah, we, we got a good deal with the South American cartel. We um we are we able to get you guys just a quick key bump. I mean, if that's not enough, we can maybe get you two or three. But <laughs> and if you guys want, you can vaccinate yourself. The needle will be right there. That's the way to sell it. Get a little <laughs> every every vaccination comes with a necklace with a key. <laughs> just says vaccinated <laughs> on it. <laughs> So you guys, uh, did you guys not like the NFL idea? Yo, NFL what? threw the fuck down. <laughs> NFL said, "All right, we're not, we're not doing this bullshit. Not in the NFL. <laughs> Y'all niggas are getting vaccinated, or it's over for you. That's your option." NFL pretty much was just like, uh, what, I, I don't even know how they're going to enforce this rule, but it was like if, uh, oh, so it's like if your team is not able to play one week due to COVID issues. Uh, and your team doesn't have vaccinated players, you will have to forfeit games if it affects the 18-week uh, uh, rotation of games. Because they they're not doing that cute lose. stuff that, like, <laughs> yeah. they're not doing the cute stuff they did last year or what the NBA did this year. They're like, yeah, no, 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 no. We're not losing money anymore. We're <laughs> <laughs> we cared about you last year. This year, no. <laughs> Either get vaxxed or just stay home. Like, it's up to you, but we're – we're going to keep this thing a moving. Yeah, they literally said if an unvaccinated player tests positive for COVID and you can't field your team due to like unvaccinated people getting COVID, you lose. You lose the game. <laughs> this isn't I like it. this isn't baseball. I like it. This isn't baseball where there's 162 games. Ah, then we got plenty of time. We'll figure it out. This is football. If you lose a game, that the your that your season could end right there. That could be it. 
And we and, just added the game. We just added a game to your schedule. So come on, hop up. Yeah, we got, we got things to do. And, and it's football. Like you, you, you're talking about football is like the 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 most American thing in this country, right? Because you got racist people that love it. You got black people that uh, are probably racist too that love it. Um, <laughs> it's 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 a it's a Bro, great thing everybody. for America. Latinos, and, Samoans, but, fucking everybody loves yeah, football. They just put their fucking dick down and are just like, hey, I don't care about any of that cute shit you guys are talking about. Get the fucking vaccine. It's like, oh, I can still get COVID. No, nigga, put it in your arm. <laughs> what was it? Hops? Uh, yeah, D-Hop. DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah, yeah. D-Hop was like, hey, like, you know, this is whatever. He was like, is this freedom? He had some, like, long-winded tweet about um, you know, the, the, his rights being infringed on. I, I, I honestly think NFL was dead ass. Like, you are replaceable. <laughs> Every single one of you. <laughs> Do you know how many motherfuckers play football? <laughs> we love you, Hop, but we got rid of AB already. We don't care. <laughs> there was a PR man that went straight up to uh, Roger Goodell, like, "Hey, hey, do you see what DeAndre Hopkins did?" Uh, Roger like, Goodell leaned back in his uh, in his little like foldable chair, or whatever, put his feet up on the uh, on the desk, and, like, "Tell that man to get lost." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did not care what that man in Phoenix does. <laughs> the NFL is one of the only like sports where you can recruit from Idaho State and find a really nice prospect. He does not give a shit about DeAndre Hopkins because he was not even going to be a fucking afterthought probably after next season when he fucking tears his Achilles or some shit. It can, in a snap of a finger, it's gone. Yeah. That, so I, it doesn't really matter. So, and also infringing on your rights. Bitch, have you ever been to primary school? They don't let you in if you don't have a tetanus shot. You know what tetanus is? That's if you get a splinter and it gets infected or some shit. Just get the fucking shot. Infringing on It's my body. It's my choice. No, nigga. That's for abortions. <laughs> I hate that argument. That's to keep another person coming in the world that might think like you. <laughs> completely different we're talking about like getting other people sick people are fucking stupid <laughs> i think the dumbest thing i think of her is also when people say well i don't know what's in the vaccine you don't even know what's in your breakfast you're talking about what's in the vaccine <laughs> when did you become a uh uh what a infectious disease uh master or whatever no one knows what's in the vaccine you don't even know what's in advil but you'll take it on god this past weekend i was talking to a girl at a bar from texas and she said, I don't know what's in the vaccine, so I just didn't take it yet. Like, I just, I wanted to, like, wait it out and see what's in it because I just don't trust it. And then hit a fucking jewel right in my face. I was like, I, 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 I don't know what to say to you motherfuckers anymore. I ate a cosmic brownie the other day. I can't really <laughs> argue with what's in that fucking vaccine. Because <laughs> they're not even actual, like, fucking uh, sprinkles on top. I don't even know what the fuck those things are. It's not even chocolate. <laughs> It's cosmic, bro. <laughs> it's silly. It's probably more. There's probably more chemistry inside that cosmic brownie than there is in the vaccine. Yeah, it doesn't even taste like a brownie. I think that's like honestly it's not. more labeling on their part. They should have just called chocolate stuff. <laughs> and chocolate should have a question mark on it, like chocolate stuff. <laughs> honestly. I don't think they're even allowed to call it chocolate. They need to, like, put a K in the middle of it or something like that. Uh, but, yeah, quit being stupid. Also, like, I hate the argument that I'm seeing right now. It's like, oh, you got vaccinated and you got COVID still. It's like, yeah, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> if I wear a bulletproof vest and get shot, I still got shot. <laughs> yeah. What about when people say to like um like what about all the people who are still getting like they get vaccinated and something happens to them? Like you can give someone Tylenol, something happens to them. It's it's a medicine. <laughs> Seriously, that's literally like fucking a hooker and being like, oh, you wore a condom and you still got herpes. What a dumbass. <laughs> Why would you wear a condom? Because <laughs> I didn't get AIDS, too. <laughs> if you look at the label in the condom box, it says does not protect against herpes. It says it right there. I knew what I was getting into. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Diab. I, I don't I can't get mad at any black person not trusting the government not trusting medical shit I get it, but at the end of the day, well, there's hundreds of millions of people that are vaccinated already. You're, it's it's goofy and don't fuck up the Olympics, man. All we got to watch right now is baseball. I just want to watch Olympics. I want to watch ping pong competitively. I want to have a horse in the race for once. You know what I mean? I love the Olympics. I'm excited to watch a bunch of sports that I do not care about until this time of year. I want to watch men's rowing. I want to watch women's gymnastics. I want to watch field hockey. I'm ready. I want to see it all. The Olympics is my favorite thing just to throw on, on, on TV and just like not even watch it. Just just have it on. Yeah, yeah. this is a good filler for the meantime between when uh, football season starts and because um, uh, basketball just ended too. And like this is usually my like window to start a Netflix series, but... I don't know. Like I, I, I've kind of enjoyed watching three. Did you know three on three basketballs in the Olympics? <laughs> Didn't until this year. <laughs> what a window I missed. <laughs> I <didn't know. laughs> That's true. Like this was an option. <laughs> Fuck the NBA. I'll just be an Olympian. <laughs> Sell used cars the rest of the time. That sounds like a great life to me. Three on three. Are you, are you telling me there's a game of 21 I could have played to get into the Olympics? That's fucking amazing. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, I fucked with the Olympics a little bit. It's a little mid this year because I feel like there's not, like, a lot of keynote, like, athletes like a Michael Phelps or Usain Bolt. No, nah, Simone Biles. Yeah, I mean, Simone there. Biles, but it's just, like, that's it. Yeah. That's hopefully. all I need for real, for real. I ain't going to hold you. That's I don't true. need much else. I ain't. Man, I just saw a commercial with her, and I thought I, I was amused. I gave her ten out of ten for the commercial. You feel me? That was that was almost too much. I, what's she doing? Cause she runs track, right? <laughs> You're thinking of Shakari, which, by the way, I feel like the Olympics has that feel because they didn't let Shakari in. Oh yeah, hundred percent. There's like it's lacking the in the icon department. Not to say they can't be made in this Olympics, go yeah. for it. But like, there's just not that character. Like the basketball team is like kind of swaggerless right now. They just lost to Evan Fournier. <laughs> Imagine that shit. Someone just said that Kevin Durant's leading team. They can't even get past uh, Evan Fournier, but LeBron James is able to beat a, uh, <laughs> everything. Hey, Rudy Gobert was on that team too. So watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> All I'm saying is LeBron would have coasted through this. All I'm saying. You remember a couple of years ago, him and D-Wade dunked on every con- – they actually almost started international conflicts, how disrespectful they were on the basketball <laughs> the, court. The shit, the shit that Vince Carter did to another man was actually <laughs> – he was if, – if 
Vince Carter lost his life and his family due to what he did to another man on that basketball court. Like, no one would be allowed to really say too much. He should have been tried for war crimes. <laughs> that was that was disgusting. <laughs> but honestly, that's the issue that uh, that it, it is the NBA's fault. They made three pointers a thing. It's true. I feel like that's like the issue with like the Olympics right now. It's like three pointers are now like that's a very like anybody could do it type thing. Correct. They're like, getting back- cooked from the three point line and the dudes aren't used to not getting hand check fouls. So it's 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 been we don't like they haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, not exactly. just that, but so, I, like, I don't get me wrong. Especially like what, like four, eight years ago when um LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Durant, Dwayne Wade and Carmelo Anthony is fucking prime was just dunking on over everybody. Like, yeah, it's going to be a different result. Don't get me wrong. I love the guy, but Chris Middleton um, is your starter. Yeah. This, that used to be a spot for, like, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, um, Dame, even though he's there. Um, but, like, you didn't have to worry about it because Dame wasn't your best player. Yo, Kung Fu Drew held him up in points against France, and he was violently hung over from the previous week. I don't even understand how that happens. That man probably thinks he's still in Milwaukee. (laughs) Drank nothing but champagne and smoked cigars for the the, the preceding 72 hours before that game and then had to hold the team up points-wise as a defender, as a a guy that's known for a He thinks he's at an away game in Toronto right now. I feel it. Uh, there's a couple times I've gone to work the next day with a hangover, and it's exactly that result where you just, like, put up a nice you, – you give up a nice result, but you're like, I'll be honest, I don't know how any of that shit happened. <laughs> you ever be halfway – you show up in the morning at work, and you're like, it's really fun here. And then at noon, you're violently hungover, and you're like, oh, that's why. I was just still <laughs> – I was just still up from last night. <laughs> Who knew? I sent out 65 emails this morning, though. God damn, am I more productive. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I kind of like going to work with a hangover. I'm really productive. That, like, first window, because I'm trying to, like, play it off and, like, not talk to too many people because so, I'm still slurring my speech. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, as the day progresses, it starts to wear on my face a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, so there was just a bunch of sirens going off. Joe, in your new place, is that going to be an issue? Uh, no, much, much less. <laughs> okay. All right, wait, let's talk about that. So I wasn't joking earlier. Uh, I mean, I didn't move specifically because of Chick-fil-A, but it was a contributing factor. I moved. Moved uh, moved apartments. I moved only uh, about six blocks down the street, and I can confidently say that I think I'm going to die in that apartment because moving is the most miserable experience that anyone could possibly go through. I hope I never do it again. My couch is never leaving that apartment. I'm never going to touch it again. It's it's going to it's gonna until that apartment is hit with a fucking missile. That couch is never leaving the spot that I put it in. I I I can't even begin. I can't even sit on it yet. I'm like mad at it. I can't even look at it because of what that fucking couch put me through to get it in that goddamn building. There's um there's not a dollar amount in the world that I wouldn't spend to move um if someone said like hey i'll help you move but it's going to cost the entire last of your paycheck i will gladly give it to him without hesitation mind you um yeah i i don't i hate moving like the ways i've moved in my life is like throw everything to a trash bag and just hope to god everything stays together and that hasn't changed from the time i was 18 to the time time of now um Last time I made a move in my life, I literally threw everything in a trash bag. There's no boxes involved. Um, there's nothing involved. Logistically, I threw everything essentially in the back of my car and just left. 
um, for moving for me, uh, it's like, like if a friend asks me to help them move, I will help them move, but I also understand that that's the end of our friendship. Because uh, <laughs> clearly, one, you don't respect me enough <laughs> as a man <laughs> to to ask someone that's like, you know, is that that's where I'm at in the totem pole of your friendship is I'm your moving friend. Like I have a moving friend and, you know, after that, like, you know, there's more friends. But then, like, you know, if, but if you ask me to help you move, I'm going to take that as an insult. I'm going to be insulted by that. And I'm not going to I'm not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> Yo, you want to test the strength of your relationship with somebody? Have them move a couch and try and figure out the geometry to get it through a door that will test the strength of any friendship relationship anything if the couch isn't fitting through the door and you have to communicate your way through that shit motherfucker a love seat <laughs> a love seat is the most difficult thing to ever move into any fucking building because these things are small but they're bulky it's like it it makes zero sense I, I, like what's that little piece of fur that little bitch that you got from a fucking pet store joe because that was the worst day of my life, was moving into that apartment when we were in college. <laughs> what you're talking about specifically? That ugly-ass couch you got from a thrift store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. And that's the thing. We, you remember when I moved out, I said, hey, I'm leaving all my furniture here. If you guys sell it, just shoot me some money or not. I don't know. I'm going. <laughs> well, if there's one thing I learned is that if you live with roommates, just move out first. Take all the shit you <laughs> like and leave all the shit you don't want. <laughs> It's, it's you know, actually, plan. no, I second that. I second that. Just literally move out. Have, actually, have them sell it for you, too, because I did that as well. Yeah, you, can, right, no, you can conveniently convince them, like, hey, you can make money off of my stuff. It's a really good plan. You're going to come up off this, and then you leave, and that $60 they get for selling your bed frame isn't worth the four hours of miserable fucking work they have to do to get that shit out the apartment. One... Two and three, Clement Coleman. He's not on this, but Clement Coleman, a re resident of Cincinnati, Ohio. I'd give his address if I could so someone could give him hands. But fuck all three of you guys. It was just me. I've never sweated more in my life. I've never moved more couches by myself. And then which one of you little bitches had the audacity, just the unmitigated gall, to ask me, why didn't you sell my shit for more money? Who was it? Oh, that was me. But that's because you, you just threw everything together in a bundle, apparently. <laughs> like, like a place for one did. special or something. Yes, I did. I said, for $80, you get this dresser, you get a nightstand, and you also get a TV. <laughs> just take it. I'm you not get a nightstand, nice a dresser, and a 40-inch TV all for $80. That man probably thought you were about to shoot up drugs. I think I, I sold Joe's TV. I sold Joe's TV for 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and the woman when when I sold it like she was she was like I'm so scared to get this like why are you selling this good TV for so cheap and I was like cuz I want it fucking gone get rid of it I don't want to see it uh, can we talk about I sold our I, I sold our suede and leather couch for like $45 <laughs> And all I required was that I, in the description, I said, I will not help you move. And it was fucking <laughs> hilarious. 
because it was like these two girls that were all of five foot t- tall, <laughs> and they showed up with like a they showed up with like a like a Camry. <laughs> and I was just, <laughs> and I stayed true to all my words. I did not help them with a fucking thing. I didn't lift a pillow. I didn't do anything. I was like, you guys, <laughs> you read the description. <laughs> you guys carry it. You guys are all adults. This is, they're college kids, so you know they have to learn a lesson somehow. I'm just a part of their book now. Just like that's a. It's a lesson in their journey that maybe they should rent a truck. <laughs> you made these poor little five foot two, probably a hundred and like maybe all of five pounds, uh, what like little girls carry this couch out while you, a two hundred thirty uh, pound, six foot two <laughs> black man, which is probably eating some cereal in the corner. <laughs> exactly correct. I was watching a TV show on the TV. I was trying to. Say. I told him like, you guys get this TV for fifteen bucks. <laughs> Nope, you guys got your hands full? All right, I get it. <laughs> you guys dropped the pillow, by the way. <laughs> no, let's, all right, so, like, one of the things I, to get ahead of how awful this move was going to be, I tried to sell all of my, like, furniture that I didn't really need anymore. And Facebook Marketplace is bullshit because everybody that, like, you wouldn't mind having in your apartment to check out a thing and purchase it. They're the ones that ask too many questions and flake on you. And then the motherfuckers that pull up, like, what is it, 40? Yeah, I'll be there in an hour. Like, <laughs> those are the motherfuckers where you're like, I should probably start locking this door. <laughs> I am not happy that that person saw the interior of my living space because they were, they were eyeballing all sorts of shit. Like, I got to be, Honestly, I gotta be safe. Honestly, that's your karma. I hope you get burglarized for what you put me through when I was moving all that shit out. And your fucking ugly-ass couch. Who gets a plaid fucking couch? You got a plaid print couch, and no one bought it. I put it on Facebook Marketplace for free. (laughs) I had to move that couch across the street by myself. I still remember moving that thing in and it almost ended our relationship. <laughs> like right then and there. I remember getting it through the last doorway. We just couldn't do it. <laughs> and that was almost the end for us. Like we almost decided like, hey, maybe let's not be roommates and let's just leave the state and never come back. I'm going to live in my car for the rest of my life so I never have to move a piece of furniture again. <laughs> that was a frustrating day for me. I was just throwing shit over the ledge that I just... <laughs> Just like good stuff too. Like I just threw them. We had a perfectly good TV stand that we didn't have to go out and buy a new one for. But you went ahead and just threw it off your balcony. You didn't even look to see what was underneath it. (laughs) On like the second trip to the car, mind you, (laughs) Alex went down and up his stairs one time and was like, "You know what? Fuck this! Like, do we even need to sit? Like, we can squat. Like, let's just leave all the shit here. I don't need a couch or a table or a TV stand." Let's just sit cross-legged and talk. <laughs> it's fucking awful. I threw this desk down, too. And that was honestly, the reason I kept this desk was its durability. Because I threw that <laughs> three stories up and it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, moving's fucking miserable. Um, every time I move, I, I don't know why. Because it's been two years. It's been two years since the last time I moved. I guess that's long enough for me to forget how awful it is to move. But... Um, I, I, it's, it's the worst experience ever. And I hope I like never have the next time I move, I'm literally putting like, I'm going to put an outfit for work an outfit for the gym and an outfit to go out in a backpack. And that's it. Everything else I'm leaving. I will start fresh. 
Yeah, fuck a deposit. Wait, is it that bad on your deposit if you just leave everything in the apartment? <laughs> At the end of the day, they should give you money. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, it comes furnished. Like, you don't want it furnished? Okay, well, then sell it. I don't know, but it's not my problem anymore. <laughs> yeah, Fucking keep the deposit. Coming. I don't care. <laughs> just figure it out. I have, a, I have a move coming up, and I'm, like, really just contemplating just, like, taking all my clothes. And then after that, like, you know, there's food, there's there's furniture. It's like, you know, you can, you can model this place if you want. You could throw it away, give it to this. I just don't want to move it. Talk about move-in ready. Like, literally, there's, there's fucking, there's a stove. Like, the stove's on. Like, there's rice cooking. Like, it's all yours. Least last thing I'm worried about is the deposit after um at the end of like a lease. Like honestly, like I I thought about that money maybe a year ago. And now like it's in the back of my mind. It's spent. It's gone. If I get it back, I get it back. But at this point, nah, I'm I'm, I'm Gucci. I want my money back. Mine's ninety dollars here, and I want all of that back. <laughs> <laughs> I did a ninety nine dollar deposit at this apartment, and I'm counting the days for me to get that hoe back. Yeah, well, we'll check in in a couple weeks when you do move and see if you still feel that way. Because right now I'm at the stage where all, almost all my shit's moved out. Now I just have to like deep clean this place, and there's nothing. There's no worse feeling than like deep cleaning a place that you don't live anymore. I looked at the requirements to move out, and it looked like it was pretty minimal, so I'm not going to really stress it too much. I'm going to give it a good, yeah. solid uh, once-over, and if he takes money out the deposit, he takes money out the deposit. Fire somebody. I don't care. I, it's, it's not my job. I will do what well, I would I normally the, do to spruce the place up if I were to have visitors, and then I'm fucking out of here. Yeah, I looked at the at the agreement for, like, like – because you're supposed to, like, when you move out, it's supposed to say – when you move out, it's supposed to be move in ready when you leave, uh, or whatever. Then why? Uh, but the what? Then why don't? Why do they have people come in and clean it then? <laughs> well, my my thing did not say that. So what I'm thinking about is just giving them a couple days extra so they can make it move in ready themselves <laughs> with all the those fancy people that they hire to work here. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, moving sucks. That's why I haven't moved into my own apartment. <laughs> No, seriously, the next time. I think it's important to move. I think, like, I don't know. If you stay in a place for too long, it just gets boring. It just, I, like, even if you're staying in the same city, I think it's good to just have a change of scenery here and there. That said, though, you got to weigh that against how much you like actually moving all your shit and keep that in mind while you're living in a spot. Like, don't fucking, don't nest. Because every single stupid little fucking knickknack you pick up, you got to fucking move at some point, And it's not worth it. That thing that you bought that one time because it was cute, just throw that in this fucking trash because that's what you're gonna do. Well, a year from now when you have to move, you have to put that bitch in a box or something. I didn't. I'm not a box guy. I'm a duffel bag guy. I'm a trash bag guy myself. <laughs> I guess. I guess go to Kroger, get the industrial trash bags, and I pack everything up in that fashion. Yeah, my roommate. Nah, but those those get dangerous because eventually you you pack it up so much that you try to carry that, and then now you're grabbing it from the bottom because it's about to bust open. No, you just gotta double bag that hoe. Don't, don't listen. I'm the moving specialist here. You don't want to <laughs> talk. Don't talk spicy to your boy. It's because you fuckers right here. Uh, <laughs> keep leaving me alone with my and then you guys got the nerve like well why does they say you know like there is baggage left here it's like it wasn't clean or some shit fuck you <laughs> you're lucky i even did anything i did 
Sorry. To this day, the smartest thing I've ever done is move out first and just be like, yeah, you can sell all my furniture and keep the money. It's a, it's a really good plan. I kept all $83 I, of that. I sold your mattress, and I want to say I've never seen someone case out a joint so hard in my life. You sold his mattress. That's disgusting. You don't sell mattresses. You don't. You don't. And that I bitch sold was that greasy, one. bro. That mattress had seen some shit. It had seen the best and worst of me for years. <laughs> Joe, you know I sold your mattress, right? Was that the one you got from? Was that the one you got from Bo? Yeah. <laughs> yep. You sold that. <laughs> you sold that. Evan did. I, I had nothing to do. I left. <laughs> I took all the good silverware and I took my happy ass back to New York. One, not a good mattress. Number one. Um, two, Joe slept on that for what, three years straight? Yeah, three years. And before that, Bo slept on it for a year. With sublets. That's correct. Mind you, about, mind you, mind you. about five grown men that spent a good quality time in that. <laughs> Mind moment. you, this is not like no. This wasn't like a nice mattress. This was a mattress from a dorm. That's correct. Yes, it was a mattress I got for free. <laughs> this wasn't like you know like a, a mattress that's like you know with cotton and whatnot. This is literally like a, a like one of those like almost twin extra long mattresses that just had me full size for some reason. That's correct. Yeah, that really served me well over those years, and I hope that that nice couple that bought it uh, still uses it and enjoys it. And doesn't ask questions about it. He laid on it and to make sure it was comfortable. I looked at him like, like is this is this is this man for real? Because he he should just leave right now. <laughs> when he laid down, did he catch the waft of shit that comes up when he lays down on it? No, but he did look at everything else in the apartment with a very hard eye. He looked at Alex's TV like this could go really well. My and I'm at, uh, <laughs> that's the only time in life where hit, getting a lick hit on you is actually a, a convenient thing. If someone were to happen to rob our apartment and steal all the furniture and bulky shit, my goodness, we, we couldn't thank him enough. Oh yeah, no, do it. I, I almost <laughs> I thought about just leaving the door propped open for a while. <laughs> Just going to the liquor store, be like, hey, somebody left their door open up there. I think you just take whatever you want. <laughs> Honestly, and we, it's not like we locked that door anyways. Yeah, that's true. We locked that door twice. I don't know how many times a random white man would get six steps into our apartment and just be like, oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> that happened, like, like, what, like, probably, like, 15 times. <laughs> With so much conviction, they would walk like probably to the to like a bedroom, and we would just always just be like just just sitting there. It's like, yeah, I'll figure it out. Someone walked in and just sat down on the bar stool. Like, well, I think I mean, someone like, made it all the way to your bedroom, Alex. Yeah, yeah. One time he walked in and but he walked with such conviction. I was like, I don't know, maybe he does. <laughs> Seems real like a really nice guy. I don't know. Uh, all right. Um, you guys, uh, uh, there's one other topic, or do you guys want to go to light skin of the week? What's the uh, What's the topic we got? Uh, would you drink with your 19 year old self? Oh God, let's go to light skin of the week. <laughs> <laughs> let's save that. We're at 54 minutes right now. Let's save that for the next podcast. That's a timeless topic. We'll be fine. Let's hope so. Um, I feel like we say that about some topics, and it's like 32 seconds. 
I mean timeless in the sense that like we don't need to do that this week. That's not some fucking oh, hot yeah, goss. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. All right, let's go. Like skin of the week. I'm a bar spitter. I'm a hard hitter. Yeah, I'm light skin, but I'm still a dark nigga. Light skin of the week is just where we like to pay attention to someone stood out to this week. Doesn't have to be light skin. It could be anybody. Uh, you guys want to go ahead? I'll go first because we already touched on my my light skin of the week is the Chick Fil A worker that got uh, took Giannis's order for a fifty piece. Um, shout out to her. <clears throat> Simone Biles' boyfriend should take note. Um, that's how you truly don't recognize a superstar. That man is arguably the most famous athlete in America right now, and she had no fucking clue who he was. Shout out to her. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, shout out to her because she actually that's how you look when you actually don't know who someone is. <laughs> Just wasn't a wasn't a care in the sky for that young man. Um. <laughs> you know, what's even funnier. I bet later that night she then like was told who he was and she looked him up and I bet she still doesn't care. I bet she'd react the same way a yeah. second time. <laughs> she was like, well, even when he was like, yeah, there's 150,000 K people uh, watching this right now. She was like, that's nice. Um. <laughs> So you want something to drink? What do you? <laughs> we have lemonade, <laughs> sweet tea. Evan, you want to go? I have like three. Okay. Take your time, buddy. Okay. Well, uh, first one was Jeff Bezos. Um, yeah, he he, uh, he said when he landed back to Earth or whatever uh, that he wanted to thank all the uh, the customers. Um, and uh, distributors who uh, and all the customers and the people that work for him at Amazon for funding his trip to space. Um, I appreciate the, the energy. Um, a lot oh, of people were very upset. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people were very upset about it. A lot of people were very upset about this. Um, and I just, I, I mean, he was right. I mean, wait, what? You broke up a little bit. What exactly did he say about it again? He's, he thanked the, uh, all the customers for Amazon, all the people that work for Amazon for being able to fund him going to space. Yeah, he's right. You're welcome. I just got this. I just got this water bottle. Uh, has a little lion on the side of it. Uh, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have some up. Yeah, a lot of people have some uproar about it, but I, just, I don't get if they don't know how a business works, but he gets all the money you, you're working for. So. Also, I don't know if they understand what I would do with uh, $200 billion, uh, but going to space is on the, on the short end of that. Um, <laughs> going to like space is, best is what scenario. I would do if I survive a lot of the other things on the list. That's a good point. Yeah, correct. Best case scenario, I'm going to space. And that's mostly, honestly, that's mostly for the safety of everybody else if I had that much money. Yeah, I was about to say, the only circumstance I'm going to space is if I'm sent there. <laughs> like, look, nigga, we can't have you here anymore. It's either space or death penalty. And I'd be like, death penalty. And they'll be like, that's what I thought you would say. Go to space. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to give you what you want. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, second one. Um, second one. That one goes out uh, to Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart recently uh, purchased a billboard in several large cities um, after Nick Cannon um, got him a llama for his birthday. Uh, Kevin Hart purchased some billboards. Uh, put down if anyone needs any fatherly advice to call Nick Cannon. Put down his 
personal cell phone on these billboards. So, did you call? I didn't call, but I thought about it. No, but apparently his his, his phone was blowing up the entire day. <laughs> I just like the move. I like. The I energy. hope that we all get rich so we can do petty bullshit like that to each other too. I'm so excited to spend 30k on an ice sculpture for one of your birthdays and put it in your front yard so you can watch it melt. <laughs> Yeah, if I ever get money, Joe, I told you the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to send you on a scavenger hunt in Trotwood, Ohio. <laughs> the payout's like $2 million, but you have to be in Trotwood, Ohio for at least a weekend. <laughs> and like a good weekend, like Labor Day weekend or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then my uh, my third one is Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow delivered a very good verse on the end of Lil Nas X song. Um, I don't know what the song is called, really. Um, song is awfully, Industry um, Baby. Industry Baby. Yeah, Industry Baby. Song is very, very much here, uh, very much so towards geared towards um, the LGBTQIH uh, Roman numeral twelve uh, community, and Jack Harlow just delivered a very good verse on that, and you know I liked it. I liked it a lot. I love the song, so I don't know what you're talking about. I thought, I thought no, I like the song, the song too. I'd just say it's I'm just saying. That was a great song. You guys gotta quit sleeping on Jack Harlow, man. As as that was a guys, good verse. Yeah, as soon as you guys drop all that all that all that all that hate, you know, that he's actually a really good rapper. Never had that never said a bad thing about Jack Harlow. <laughs> yeah, I never did either. Um Montero is a really good song too. I, Lil Nas X needs to keep doing what he's doing. I think he's hysterical and just keep pissing yeah. people off. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, don't try to make another little uh, uh, old town road. Just keep on doing what you're doing. I like this. I yeah. like this. At Lil this Nas point, X. if you if you hate Lil Nas X, it's because you want to have sex with him. I think that's that, <laughs> I think that's the issue. Spot on. And sometimes, man, maybe you don't hate him and you want to have sex with him too, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I might be in that boat. I might be in that boat. <laughs> Not even gay. <laughs> Um, is it my turn? Yeah. Uh, my my goes out to Kanye West because apparently he got everybody in the fucking country to go to his listening party. Did, did you guys have friends that went there to that uh listening party in Atlanta? I know someone to know someone that went there. Yeah. Not off top, but like, if I asked around, I'm sure I do. Yeah. I had like three people posting on their stories that they were in Atlanta. Didn't even that, know what like, was happening. Party. How do you? How does one get privy to that? <laughs> I had no idea it was happening. And no, no idea that was happening. He was selling $50, uh, like, uh, corn dogs. Um, and apparently he was just walking around the crowd. He was just hanging out in the crowd in a fucking stocking hat. Like, he just put stockings over his face to cover his identity. <laughs> yeah. First of all, music sounded mid, so shout out to Kanye, because that's amazing. Second, yeah. Um, I, I know that he's like a billionaire now, and it, it's confirmed by the fact that he had $50 like fucking corn dogs there because, like, deadass, I bet he thought that that's what that stuff costs these days. Like, it's been so long since he's had a regular meal that he's like, how much are fries? Like, 45? All right, bet. Put that on the thing. Yeah, he, he's like, there's probably a pandemic and some type of inflation cost of something back in 2014. So I have to account for that nowadays for my venue. So I have to make sure that the things are cost reflective of everything else around this so yeah correct i dead ass do not think he was trying to be bougie with it or that the food was particularly good i genuinely think that kanye decided the prices because he thought that that's what things cost yeah so shout out to kanye for uh getting a bunch of people in one room to listen to some uh average music 
Also, shout out to Kanye for uh, making people think that his album is actually dropping on the day that it's coming out. He's never had an album come out the same day he said it was going to come out. I'm really excited. I don't also, know it's who. Gonna be com- also, it's going to be know. completely different from what they just listened to. Yeah. They did it's not, not going to be the same album. They just listened to a completely different one. Yeah. I'm excited for that to come out in uh, uh, November, and um, I'm excited for it to be a gospel album again. And uh, so shout out to Kanye and the people that went. Really happy for him. I remember I was about to be part of that crowd when they said, like, yeah, this is uh, this is coming out uh, this Friday at midnight. I can't wait to let him. I was thinking that, too, and I remember, wait a second, it's Kanye, and I just saw a video of two chains recording his verse. I'm just going to go and go to sleep. Didn't even check. I didn't even check. <laughs> I went, went to bed with full confidence knowing that that album would not be out. And I was correct. And it's not going to be out this week. It's not going to be out next week. It's going to be out in November. So I'm looking forward to November. <laughs> Also, shout out to LeBron James. He's also a billionaire now, too. Yeah, shout out, Bron. Space, space, <laughs> talk all the shit you want about Space Jam. But he's got a Billy. <laughs> you know, the, the, who's Clay Travis? Do you guys know who he is? Sounds like he a did a deep dive player. into. He did a deep dive into how uh, how that movie's not making as much money because it's not in China because uh, <laughs> uh, LeBron James. Uh, didn't say anything about China when he was supposed to like three years ago, uh, ju- just so that the production of Space Jam could be also played in China. <laughs> uh, and so he was he was mad that no one else was really talking about this very niche subject. Uh, saw that on Twitter, but he's a billionaire now too. So shout out to that. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, we'll do game in a week, and I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. Game of the week is just where we like to shout out. No, wait. That's the. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can just we can just wrap it up here. Uh, <laughs> I have quick game of the week. I don't. Do you want to okay. try the preface again? Why? Uh, yeah. So game of the week <laughs> is just us telling you shit. I guess you don't have to listen to it. Just you know, whatever. Go ahead, Joe. This is the realest shit I've ever said on the podcast. Hire movers. Um, after I finished moving, just out of curiosity, I looked up how much it would cost to hire movers for a one-bedroom apartment. It was like three seventy-five. That w- that would have been worth every penny. I would have been such a happier person in general. That would have been the smartest money I've ever spent in my life. Just hire movers. And um, also keep in mind that if you want to cancel your Spectrum account, you cannot. <laughs> Once you sign up with Spectrum, you're locked in for life. There's nothing you can do. I've been on the website for two and a half hours, haven't even gotten fucking close to where I can cancel my fucking Spectrum. I don't know how to... This internet's going to just stay in the apartment for the rest of my life. You cannot cancel your Spectrum. So just wanted to give you a heads up on that. Keep that in mind. You can't cancel your Spectrum. Uh, Spectrum and gym memberships. Um, If you try to cancel, someone will knock on your door and say, I don't know what you're trying to do, but you're going to stop it right now. Nah, you can get in a fight with the salesman. <laughs> That's pretty much the only it. way. And they put they put you on the big salesman. He's like, oh, you're trying to cancel? Okay, you got to talk to Big Mac over there. Like <laughs> Every membership I've gone into, I've always had that like pushback. But uh, like, if you just start raising your voice, eventually <laughs> there's someone that just – there is they do get someone that like is on, on par with you, but you can't really bat your eyes at them. Like, yeah, you that's true. You kind of have to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let Bernice intimidate you. Like you got to look her right in the eye and throw the router back in her face and say, look, take it. <laughs> I don't want this anymore. <laughs> I didn't know I signed a contract for two years. Bitch, is this the NBA? <laughs>
Also, Spectrum will fuck you because you're going to turn all that stuff in. They're going to call you six months from now. It's like, hey, so this is collections. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Hey, we're looking for that, uh, that, yeah, that mouse pad you were supposed to turn back in. <laughs> no, there's a, there's a fee that you, they don't even fucking tell you about till six months later. It's like, so that's $70. How do you want to take care of that? Which I had to do for you, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> when we moved out the last place. Yeah, yeah. So just know that uh, Spectrum is a lifetime contract. There's nothing you can do. Also, three seventy five for movers is a steal. Yeah, I had no idea it was that cheap, and I feel like a fucking fool. And there's there's nothing. You're I supposed. Could, I'm blown away. Now you're supposed to tip them though. You're supposed to tip them. I'll tip them whatever they want. I'll give them both hand jobs. I'll do what I got to do. It doesn't. <laughs> it, it it would. That's the easiest decision I'll ever. They can stay with me for a couple weeks. It's whatever they need. <laughs> That's why you see uh, white women get them lemonade and stuff like that when they're moving. There we go. Good podcast, guys. We did. This is a solid yeah, one. Real solid. Real solid. All right. Well, this is Alex. This is Joe signing off. Peace and blessings. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, um, all these other things that we need to do better at keeping active. But it's we're doing it. So yeah. Yeah. This is Evan. Last week didn't count, so we'll probably be. Don't make the money, had a stock home. And I got a sick wrist, make a wish, bitch. Ain't nobody dish rare, take a flick, bitch. Sunny like to pop his shit, like his papa did. When my pockets hit the limit, I think about rabbit shit. Only know I'm driving you crazy, I don't be driving shit. Lately I've been serving like 80 a gram, you know it be lavish, yeah. Running from the love, yeah. Running from the love, I'm scared. Running from the love, running from the love, I'm scared. Running from the love, running from the love, I'm. Only know I'm driving you crazy, only driving shit. Lately I've been serving like Eddie of Graham, you know me now. Outside, really on the south side, yeah. Deep in, it's about to jump off, yeah. Flip this, can I get my funds up? Yeah. Three.